Hey guys, welcome back to the Tokes Talks podcast, a podcast where we discuss topics around business, relationships, and personal development. Happy Wednesday, happy hump day. I hope you guys are having an amazing week so far. This is the last week of May. This year has just been so interesting that it seems like it's moving fast, but also moving slow. We're about to enter into June, the sixth month, the last month of the first, sorry, of the second quarter. And I hope you guys are achieving your goals that you've set out. And I'm sure lots of the goals that you had from January haven't really gone as planned. So as you've adjusted them to more realistic goals for the times I hope that they're really coming through and you're finding ways to achieve something you know this is new territory for everybody so it's important not to be too hard on yourself with whatever you're going through and the fact that you had all these lofty plans for 2020 but with that being said it's also important to not lose hope that there's no way of achieving anything because if you look around people are achieving and There's no reason why you can't come out on the other end with something to be proud of that you've done as well. This past week, I learned that freedom is powerful, which is, I'm sure, obvious to most of you. And the way that this really affected me this past week was through the freedom of being my own boss. So my body has a way of forcing me to slow down, forcing me to calm down, forcing me to put a halt to everything if I'm not listening. And that's through a flu. No matter what time of year it is, no matter what I'm doing, if my body is telling me to rest and I decide to ignore it, it will force a shutdown. (laughs) kind of like the government does when the president is misbehaving or the Senate is misbehaving. So my body this past week forced a shutdown on me. And to be honest, I should have saw it coming. I saw the signs, but I was really just in my own head and I was trying to push through things that I should have just let ride. I should have rested and my body forced me to do that. And in me being down for the count, One thing that I really thought about a lot was the fact that if I was still traditionally employed under a corporation or a person, it would have been quite difficult for me to be sick in this moment. And the reason for that is because, as we know, many companies are working from home. So and my previous company is one of those companies that are working from home, Zoom-based, doing all of that. So you're working from home in your bed. How can you really tell your coworkers that I can't come online today from my bed because I'm sick? You can, legally you can, based on human rights and workplace safety and all of that jazz, you can. But really and truly, you're probably going to be getting a bunch of side eyes. People are going to be like, really, this girl's sick. And thinking about that and the fact that I gave myself permission to take time off of work because I didn't feel good and I didn't have to feel guilty about it or feel like I'm lying about something that I wasn't or physically force myself to do something I can't do 
was a level of freedom that I was really happy to have. And it's the little things like that that really give us a chance to put our lives into perspective and find something to be grateful for because this week as well, I was kind of going through what I'd say is my first case of entrepreneurial blues where I wasn't feeling like my results were matching my effort and that I had expected to be a little further along than I was. And being able to realize that I have control over my ability to work or not work and I don't have to answer to anyone or feel like I'm being attacked was a really powerful thing that made me take a step back and cut myself some slack. And that leads into the words to live by for last week, which were, I deserve the graces I afford others. And one of those graces that I afford others is cutting them some slack. There are entrepreneurs in my life and people in my life in general who are doing all types of things that sometimes are hard on themselves. And I'm always the number one advocate for don't be so hard on yourself. Give yourself some peace. Give yourself some patience. Be calm. It's going to be okay. But I'm not able to do that for myself. And in really taking these words to heart and also having this lived experience this past week that really put it in perspective for me, I realized that affording yourself grace is one of the highest levels of self-love and self-care. And we like to talk about self-care as pedicures, manicures, massages, and all of these external things. But self-care is actually really doing the inside work to make sure that you're glowing from the inside out, not just because you got a 24 karat gold facial and some extractions. <laughs> so I hope you guys were able to really take that in and afford yourself some graces this past week and really take time and also take care of yourselves. There's a lot going on in the world. There's a lot of atrocities. There's a lot of confusion. There's a lot of uncertainties and constantly being bombarded by these things day in and day out can really take a toll on us and it's important to give ourselves that grace and if the grace is I'm gonna turn off my phone today you deserve it if the grace is I'm gonna stare at my phone while somebody calls because I know the conversation they'll most likely want to have and I do not have the emotional bandwidth do it if the grace is I'm going to do nothing much for the next two days and not feel guilty about it. Give it to yourselves. We're in some interesting times and it's important to really slow down and figure out what you need as a person and give yourself that without guilt. Indulge in yourself. That's what we all need to do at this moment. In this episode, what I'm going to be talking about is podcasting. I'm a podcaster, <laughs> obviously, clearly, as you guys know, because you're here listening to me. And for most of you who are listening to this podcast, I'm sure you're in the loop of what happens in podcasting, not necessarily the tiny little intricate things, but the big things. And one of the huge things that happened this past week was that Joe Rogan, received a gargantuan Spotify exclusive deal, which was mind-blowing. Pretty much, 
Spotify will have exclusive rights to the Joe Rogan experience, which is the name of his podcast. His podcast reaches about 190 million downloads a month. This is crazy. The top podcast out right now. So starting in the new year, Spotify is going to be the only place where you can get access to the Joe Rogan experience. This includes their YouTube version of the podcast because the podcast is always recorded and it's on YouTube. Even if you go on YouTube and just type in Joe Rogan, you'll see the caliber of people he's interviewed and the sheer views that his episodes amass, like tens of millions of views. It's mind-blowing. His contract, although he's not coming out to say it um, like explicitly, the speculation, which is within reason, is that it's over $100 million. And some people are even speculating two to $300 million, which is a lot of money for what he's doing. And this news, when it came out, shook everybody like anybody who's in the podcasting game anybody who listens to him anybody who's out right now people were shook and as expected with people hearing this type of news especially even though podcasts have been around for a while there is still a kind of newness to it and it's kind of seen as trendy although that narrative is starting to change podcasting is seen not in the same light as TV, radio, or even YouTube in terms of media. It's a lot newer and a lot less people are saturating the market as of now. But with hearing of this huge $100 million contract, people have been really wanting to jump into creating podcasts. I, I get it. <laughs> like I'm not going to sit here and say, what? That doesn't make sense. I get it. When there is confirmation that something is working out, it gives people the interest to want to get into it or the motivation because I'm not going to sit here and say people have not been interested in getting into it. And it's also important to say that Joe Rogan started his podcast on December 24th, 2009. And as of today, today is May 27th, 2020. So he's been doing it for almost 11 years. That We just need to throw that in there. This is not an overnight thing. He didn't start podcasting on Wednesday and land a huge contract like that the next day. This has been something he's really been putting in work into. He's honed his craft. It's been amazing. Um, what... I've really noticed about this and just seeing the success that he's gotten from his podcast and outside of the Spotify deal, it's estimated that last year from his podcast, he made about $30 million. So yes, the podcast deal is huge, but he's also been making money and has had enough success in his podcast. Someone who gets 190 million views, um, downloads a month, we can understand. So he's been having success to justify the contract that he's received. But as with any situation where people have success, others try to duplicate those results or enter into the market because the risk now seems lower. And when I say the risk seems lower, the risk seems lower because 
prior to this deal, people probably didn't understand how people can make money from podcasts, how it can increase your revenue to the point where you can actually quit your job off of doing it. If you are really into podcasting, you'll understand and you'll know of some people who have done it, but it might not be common knowledge. And now that this deal has been blasted in front of us, it appears, it it leads people to believe that the risk of podcasting is a lot lower and that there's more opportunity for success. But I'm here to tell you guys, not as a bearer of bad news, but as someone who wants to be as open and as candid with you guys so that whatever decision you decide to make, you can make it knowing as much information as possible to make sure that's the best decision for you. I want to let you know, as someone who's been doing this for over a year straight, week in, week out, this is week I believe 59 or 60. I think it's week 60. So yes, I've been doing this every single week for 60 weeks. As someone who's been doing it for that long, I want to offer you guys tips and considerations of to help you determine whether or not you actually want to start a podcast and if you have what it takes as of this moment to start a podcast. Anyone can start a podcast. Anyone can do whatever they want, right? But If you're listening to this podcast, you're doing so because you know what my philosophies are. I want excellence. I don't want mediocrity. I don't want to just do things for the sake of doing them. I want to do them to the best of my ability. And that's what I'm sure most of you guys want to do as well. And in doing that, it's important to get some background information because there are certain things that not all of us are built for. And that's absolutely okay, right? Not everybody's going to do the same thing. And that doesn't mean you're not going to have success. If you're not tall, maybe your success is not in basketball. But if you take your athletic talents to baseball, you might make just as much and be just as um, successful, right? So I'm here to give you guys some tips and things to consider if you want to start a podcast. I'm not sure if other people are doing this, but that's not my concern. If you guys are my audience, I need to do what I think is right for you guys so that you have all the information needed to consider and decide if this decision is the right one for you. The first thing I would want you to really consider is what is your motivation for starting your podcast? This, I'd say, is one of the most, if not the most important thing to consider when starting a podcast. Your consideration may be money. You want to make $1,000. You want to make five-figure months from podcasting revenue through advertising, through selling your own thing, through whatever it is. You might want to podcast as another source of marketing. So maybe you have another business right now. Maybe you're a blogger. Maybe you're on Instagram, maybe you're on YouTube, maybe you're a speaker and you just want to have your tentacles in every direction. So you already speak for five minutes on IGTV or IG live, and now you want to come over here to podcasting so that you can continue your message and potentially open up to another audience. Another reason you may want to do it is because you have a message. So there's something you really want to talk about. You feel that it's interesting or unique or that people would love to hear it and you want to start a podcast so that you can spread your message to the masses and also reach people who may be interested in what you want to do. 
based on what your motivation is for starting a podcast, it really does take a toll and affect every single other part of your podcasting experience, your longevity, and also the potential to actually make money in podcasting. Podcasts offer you freedom. And this is one of the things about them that makes it very enticing. On YouTube, if you're talking about something that's very niche, and not only niche, but maybe potentially problematic. In America, they have like their First Amendment right, right to free speech. In Canada, we do have um, our Charters of Rights and Freedoms where there is free speech, but we we also take we remove hate speech from that. So in America, you could say something like, oh, this person should be killed. And that's your right to say, which is cool, I guess. But in Canada, if you say something like that and it mobilizes people to actually go do that act, you also have some responsibility because words do mobilize people and there's power behind it. So with that being said, these are the constitutional rights of individuals to the government, right? So the government can't arrest you, you can't be charged for saying, speaking your mind. But on apps and on like social media platforms, they're not the government. So that's the reason why people who are exercising their first amendment right can exercise it on YouTube or Instagram and have their stuff taken down. And sometimes they'll argue that, oh, they're trying to censor us, censorship, but they're not the government. So (laughs) those rights are between you and the government. The government is not allowed to take those rights from you, but a company who decides to operate their business in a certain way can. And the thing with podcasting is the fact that you're not under the umbrella of anybody but yourself. So the moment you create your podcast, you get your own RSS feed. Um, Yeah, RSS feed. You can spew whatever you want without the worry of somebody blocking you if people don't want to listen they'll listen to your first episode and they'll never listen again but you have autonomy and control which is a very cool part of podcasting that makes it really fun and also the fact that you own everything youtube can get upset tomorrow and throw away your whole show and lock it off. And if you don't have backups, there goes everything. Instagram can shut down your account and you'll never see your pictures, your likes, your analytics, anything again. In podcasting, you own all of that. So that is the second thing to consider about podcasting. It's the fact that it has so much freedom, which is a very huge benefit because when I'm podcasting, I'm talking about whatever I want to talk about. I am not worried that someone's breathing down my back or that somebody is gonna hit a button and I'm gonna my work is gonna disappear the third thing I'd want you to consider when starting a podcast is that it's important to have a game plan not necessarily a full year-long game plan but what I'd really say is that it's important to have some concepts lined up figure out what your podcast is going to be about figure out how you want your episodes to be set up. And in my opinion, I'd say it's really important to have between five to 10 episodes or episode concepts lined up before you even start. Because one of the biggest things in podcasting is consistency. And that's really how you play the long game. And if you say, I want to start a podcast, I have this great idea for the intro episode and you 
put out that intro episode and it's amazing and you get some traction and people like it and then you start to panic and you don't know what you're gonna do and it takes you about a month to find some time find a concept record plan whomever you're gonna have in the episode if that's your style you're really gonna slow down your momentum and kill it (laughs) like you might not even just slow it down you might completely kill your momentum and having these concepts lined up will get will take away the anxiety of creating podcasts because one of the scariest things is especially if you want to have a weekly podcast is to get to a day before the episode is gonna air and you don't even know what you're gonna record and then you're there the morning of trying to quickly record something and then anxiety has you taking like 20 takes and you don't know what to do so it's important to have a game plan. Yes, you want to do it, but how exactly do you want to do it? And the more cohesive your podcast game plan is, the easier it is for people to follow along and for you to really get and solidify your audience. If one day your podcast is talking about pop culture and then the next day your podcast is talking about politics, then the next day you're talking about knitting three different people might listen to each episode and might have absolutely no interest in the other episode. And if that's what you want to do, just a talk about everything show, that's absolutely fine. People do 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 that as podcasts, but understand what you want to do and have something prepared. And it might be that you have 10 concepts ready, but as you start podcasting and you get into the hang of it, as you're having discussions with people, you might actually get inspiration for a new episode that wasn't even something in your concepts. And then your concepts just get pushed to the back burner, which is good because then on the off week where you don't really have any ideas or maybe you're under the weather or maybe you just don't really feel like it or you're so busy, you can then pull one of those out of the hat and throw it back out there and have some new fresh content for your fan base to listen to. The fourth thing along those lines is to be consistent. It's so important in podcasting to be consistent. Prior to the whole COVID-19 global shutdown, on Apple Podcasts, there was about 750 million podcasts available. After the lockdown, that number increased to over 1 million podcasts. This is amazing. Get out there. If you have a message, if this is the opportunity that finally gave you the confidence or the time to finally put your stuff out there, do it. But there is something called ghost podcasts. And those are many thousands, I'm sure hundreds of thousands of podcasts that don't even reach five episodes before you realize that the last episode was released in 2018. There have been topics that I've been I've searched on um on Apple Podcast that I'll get a podcast suggestion for. I'll click it and I'll be like, oh wow, this episode is so great. And then I'll check and I'll be like, oh, they haven't released a podcast since 2017. They could have had a fan, but I'm not gonna just subscribe to dead air. Like (laughs) most people aren't going to. And this is the issue because people jump into things so fast without realizing everything it takes to do it. And then in a moment they jump out and it's okay to make decisions and then realize that those decisions are not for you. As Amy Porterfield said, there are no wrong decisions or don't look at decisions as good or bad. Just look at them as decisions and you'll be able to make many. But when a decision is going to cost you money. 
which podcasting does, especially if you are so excited about it and you see someone like Joe Rogan and you see that he uses a hundred dollar mic, uh, $500 mixer. You got to buy a new laptop, buy some software, pay for, um, RSS hosting and you end up spending close to a thousand dollars only to realize after two episodes that it's not what you want to do. I wish that you had put that money elsewhere and I'm sure you will looking at microphones that are collecting dust, right? So it's important to not just be so enamored by the potential of greatness that you forget the work that's involved and you don't take the time to determine whether or not you actually have what it takes to do the work that's involved. If podcasting is something that's going to take you five hours a week and you know realistically with the way your life is set up, you don't have five hours a week, then maybe it's not time for you to do it yet. Maybe instead of doing a weekly show, it can be a bi-weekly show. It can be a monthly show. These are things to consider. And if it's going to be a monthly show, let that be known from the beginning. Like every 27th of the month, we're going to drop a new episode for you. Don't start off as a weekly show, then go to a tri-weekly show and then do two episodes in one week and just bounce all over the place. People want consistency. And that's what makes people trust you and know that whenever they come back, we're going to get the same thing. Think about the things that you like and that you don't like. You don't like things that are confusing. Your favorite show, you know it comes on at Sunday at 10 p.m. and you prepare yourself for that every single week. You get excited, you look forward to it. If there's that one week like that most shows have, it's usually like on a holiday long weekend where they don't show an episode and you're already excited and you click the channel and they're showing some rerun or some Hallmark movie, you'll be pissed because it's like, what? I've expected this. So don't do that to your customer base. Don't do that to your listeners because you need to put yourself in their perspective. The fifth tip is to understand that this is a long game. Just as I said, Joe Rogan started podcasting December 24th, 2009. Where were you then? How old were you then? How many of you can actually stick around with something that long? It's important to do your research. And as somebody who has been podcasting, I have been doing my research, understanding how you make money through advertising through other means. And it's important to understand that some podcasts go years without making any money. So in the beginning, when the first question I asked you was, what is your motivation? If your motivation is money... And that's what you're in it for. You're probably not going to last. Joe Rogan had celebrity behind him. You know what I mean? He was on Fear Factor. He did commentary for UFC. He's kind of known. Most of us are not really known like that. (laughs) We're trying to get known. Doesn't mean we're less than people or less interesting people. It's just the fact on the ground we are not in the media space so we don't have that popularity and that backing of people who will just hop on and support whatever we do because it's us so take that into consideration if you're in this for money you're not going to be able to last long enough to get that money because after you see the work that it takes to put into it you're recording for two hours you're editing for an hour you're doing marketing, you're creating blog posts, you're doing whatever it is you need to do. And at the end of that week, you get three views. You're going to be like, no, (laughs) I'm not doing this again, right? So it's important to keep in mind that this is a long game. So 
if your motivation for doing it is based in something that you want to see quickly, it's, it might not be the best thing for you to do as of yet. Maybe it's important to build your following in other places, gain that trust so that the moment you do this, you're going to chart immediately and get all those people behind you. The last tip and consideration is to be authentic. You need to be authentic. When we're doing stuff, we get so married to the fact that we're the ones doing it. We get so, we're so in love with ourselves that we think all of our ideas are great. And realistically, not all of our ideas are great. That, I'm sorry to say that, this is the truth, not all of my ideas are great. But one of the most important things that really shows through and through is authenticity. Go on YouTube, go on Instagram. Well, more so, I'd say more so YouTube. (laughs) You'll see some people who have hundreds of millions, sorry, millions of subscribers, sometimes even tens of millions of subscribers. And you'll go on their page and be like, whoa, this person seems weird. Like, this is not even what I'm into. How are so many people into this? And the reason is because that person is being themselves. If you hate pop culture, don't start a podcast on pop culture because you think that's what's interesting and that's what's going to get you the views. Because what's going to happen is that the people are going to hear your inauthenticity through the sound waves into their ear pockets and they're not going to listen to you again. Think about think about yourself as as the consumer. Are there people who you listen to and you're like, this person is saying the truth, they're speaking facts, but they just rub me the wrong way. Something about them seems fake. Something about them seems inauthentic and I can't really get down with what they're doing. You don't want to be that person. And especially if you're going to be investing time, money, resources into doing something At least do something you love. And that will even help you be consistent. If I'm not someone who's really into social media and I think that pop culture and gossip podcasts are what really make money and I'm forcing myself to listen to those things and pay attention to them so that I can give you guys 30 minutes worth of material, I'm going to have a hard time pumping out 30 minutes worth of material weekly because I can't stand what I'm doing or when I do pump it out I'm just going to be filling the space with a bunch of information that doesn't even make sense just to fill the space and eventually you guys are going to hear it you're going to you you're going to hear the tone of my voice you're going to hear that my voice is lagging you're going to hear that I sound bored recording I sound like um what's those people called charlie brown teachers in your ear like (laughs) and you're gonna stop listening so what's the point of doing that so i really want you guys if you want to start a podcast more power to you i'm not going to tell you not to do that because i've been doing it for 60 weeks and i love it i love having an opportunity to talk to whomever is listening offer advice offer my perspective because that I have a message and I want to put it out there in every single way I can. And this is one of the ways I love the most because I love talking. And in the beginning, it was awkward talking to a screen, but now I'm so excited about it and I love to do it. So for those of you who have been inspired by Joe Rogan's success, which is very awe-inspiring, like don't get me wrong at all, I want you guys to not just take the excitement of seeing what someone else has done, and use that as your catalyst towards making a huge move. 
I want you guys to really take time to realize and understand how this move would best work for you and if it would best work for you before jumping in because I just don't want you guys to be led astray and if my opinion counts for anything I want to just be honest with you because a lot of times people are honest when they make it to the finish line. There's a lot of very successful people who will tell you their story and be like, it was so hard. There were times where I almost gave up, but I didn't. I pushed through, I pushed through. But in those moments years ago when they were about to give up, they were mad silent. Nobody was telling you that right now I'm going through it. I don't feel like I'm going to succeed. It's usually post struggles and in the midst of success that people want to tell you about all the struggles they had but I want to tell you in the midst of my struggles to make it easier for you so that you can actually see what it's like and hopefully by the grace of God when I get to my success you'll know that I've been keeping it real with you the whole time and you'll be able to know how I made it through that success because it's always easy to talk about the good I'm the bad when you've made it to the good but how exactly did you make it out of the bad and what are the things you considered and for me with podcasting the thing that I consider is that I like my message if two people are listening to this podcast every single week and what I'm talking about is changing their lives that is enough for me for now Eventually, if it's really working, people are going to continue to share my work. And as they share my work, I'm, I'm going to build that momentum. It's a long game. I'm, I wasn't in it to make money on the first episode per se. I was in it to make impact. And as you guys know, I've kind of changed the beginning of my episodes around to say that I'm going to be discussing business relationships and personal development because I believe that balance is required. I don't want a successful business where I lose myself. I don't want a good relationship that cripples my ability to have a business. I don't want to be so emotionally healthy that I can't push myself to find success in relationships or to compromise with people or to be able to create a business and be business savvy and understand the struggles of that. I believe in balance and I believe in honesty. So that's really what I wanted to bring to you guys today. And I really hope it helps you. And if you want to discuss this more, send me an email at its.tokestalks at gmail.com. It's in the show notes. I'd be more than happy to talk with you guys, consult with you, just really work through your ideas and help you figure out if this is something you actually want to do. And with that, we'll get right into the words to live by for this week, which were, which are, everybody can start, it takes more to stay. And this is just the truth. So many people start things it's easy to start things. There's so many opportunities. Sometimes all it takes is making an Instagram announcement. Many things have been started, but what actually gets finished? And I don't want you guys to have a bunch of ideas that are started sitting in a box collecting dust, St- sitting in the corner of your mind collecting dust. I want you guys to have as much staying power as you do starting power. And you should want yourself to have as much staying power as you do starting power. Because you don't want to be the boy who cried wolf or the boy who cried entrepreneur (laughs) or the girl who cried business. You don't want to be that I'm starting a new business and they're like, 
oh, the other business we supported just 10 seconds ago, you didn't even send out our product <laughs> or you're not even doing it anymore because you don't want to be a serial starter and like that never finishes. You want to be able to start and finish everything you do or at least start and decide to stop because it's not the right thing to do, not because you just start things on a whim. So really look at your life and look at some things that you've started that you haven't finished and maybe go back around and finish those things. And if you can't finish them or you decide that you don't want to take a look at why you've come to that decision so that next time you decide to start something, you're not going to end up wasting your resources, which are time, money, and yes, your resources by going into something that is realistically not for you. There's going to be mistakes. That's life. Sometimes we start things and it's in the process of the doing that we actually realize it's not for us. But there are some things that we can actually pay attention to and look at if you're really willing to take a look at yourself. Like me, for example, YouTube, it's an it's a cool addition to a podcast. Maybe just throwing up a tripod and recording this podcast and having that being recorded as well. As of right now, I'm not there yet. I should be getting there shortly, par partly because my space is not necessarily the cutest, <laughs> but I'm not gonna say I wanna start a YouTube channel when I know I'm too lazy to edit, don't have time, don't have proper lighting, am not gonna like the quality, and am genuinely not interested. Because I could start a channel, but it's never gonna, I'm never gonna finish it. So pay attention to the things in your life that you've started but haven't completed. Go through that pile of unfinished work. See what you can complete. Create a plan on how you're going to complete it. The things that you decide are going to enter the trash and be permanently deleted. Figure out what was the reason you have decided to make that move and apply that next time you want to start something new. If you guys are loving this podcast, I would really, really, really appreciate it if you would share it and please leave me a review and a star rating. The more you guys do that, the more people are going to be able to listen to this podcast and the more success I'm going to have in doing this and bringing my information and my outlook and my assistance to the masses. Thank you guys so, so, so much for listening. Have an amazing week and I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.